In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 138th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are getting ready to play their dress rehearsal exhibition game and we're going to title this episode... Ryan and Jones preview the Redskins in the dress rehearsal exhibition game. We'll hear from Julio Jones, quarterback Matt Ryan. We're going to break down one of the key matchups to watch in this exhibition game. That's the dress rehearsal. Finally got some stuff to watch that really means something. Uh, We're going to talk about one of the uh, key competitions at Left guard, James Carpenter and Jamin Brown. The faith in kicker, Giorgio Tavecchio, if that's warranted. And the return to play to, of running back, Devontae Freeman, and how important that is for the Falcons here. Heading into this very important game, we all know that they've dropped 11 straight, but this is one that, at least when the starters are in, they want to win it. Uh, we want to see the blocking, we want to see Matt Ryan not running for his life, and perhaps a little bit of the running game on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe the pass rush will be good, stopping the run. Didn't do that against the Jets last week. Uh, yeah, then you get to a pass rush situation. But let's hear from Matt Ryan here first in this episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Here's your quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan. Um, you know, uh, third game coming up, well, fourth game actually, but, uh, you know, the so-called rehearsal. Uh, are y'all approaching it that way or, or maybe taking a different path this year? Well, I think um, for the most part, you know, it's, it's a re- rehearsal of, you know, how we installed during the week what our schedule is like uh, for the young guys to get acclimated to that. Uh, from that standpoint, it's, it's real similar. Um, as far as planning, etc., you know, it's it's a pretty good-sized game plan, um, for sure, but uh, probably a little bit pared down from what it normally is uh, during the season. But for the most part, I mean, it's similar uh, to what we do. Um, you know, I think more so than any game we've played thus far, this is the most we've prepared for any of them. And, uh, you know, what are some of the things, uh, you know, you uh, you got Freeman back. That was, uh, uh, I guess, one of the last steps for you guys. Uh, what was that like having him back, and uh, how do y'all see that, you know, proceeding from here? Well, you know, first of all, it's great to have him back. Um, he's a special player, really good with the ball in his hand. He's, you know, he's a guy who's an explosive player for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can block the play for four or five yards, and he can make it. You know, a 25-yard gain. Same thing in the passing game. He's uh, he's just, you know, dynamic when he's got the ball in his hands. Uh, as far as how we proceed moving forward, you know, Q's done a great job of, of bringing all our guys who are coming back from injuries along uh, and getting them, you know, ready to go. But it's all about the season opener uh, when you're talking about 
those guys. It's about getting them ready for the long haul, September through February. And uh, I think Q's done a great job with that. And uh, the aftermath of the offensive line, uh, seeing, you know, blitzes in the preseason, we kind of gave them a pass for that. But, uh, uh, you know, what, uh, what, what is your all assessment after that game and have some, you know, time for that to settle? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things we can clean up, uh, not only on the offensive line, but across the board. You know, we talk about, um, you know, wanting to be a team that, that doesn't beat yourself. Uh, and I think more so than anything, it's about getting the mental errors that we had uh, as a team and as a unit down. You know, we've got to be on top of, of our plan and our rules uh, so that we give ourselves the best chance. But that's all of us, you know, myself included. We've got to be sharper than we were the other night. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan. Discussing a few things there. You know, we brought up the line. That was the issue last game. Uh, he got sacked three times. Uh, you know, uh, got hit. I didn't get the exact hits on him, but it was 14 overall hits and five overall sacks, which is not going to get get it done. Offensively, uh, you know, the rookie struggled a little bit. Sambrello struggled. Uh, and uh, Javin Brown got pushed to the ground by Quentin Williams, too. So, you know, that's never good. So uh, they're still working on the line. Let's hear from Julio Jones. His agent's in town. Uh, we uh, checked in late last night. Nothing uh, to report on the contract yet. Uh, in this audio, there's a little flame, uh, plane that flies by, uh, but Julio stops and then restarts and uh, uh, gets to our questions uh, uh, briefly yesterday about his contract uh, situation, and then we talk a little football with him. Here's Julio Jones. On, uh, you know, the, the coach, uh, uh, Rich McCabe gave us a little update on the contract situation, and I guess uh, one report that your agent's in town, and mm-hmm. just want to check in with you on that. Um, nothing for me to really report. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so, you know, they haven't had that business. The front office game. Say, hey, come on up, uh, bring your favorite ink pen. Or, uh, I, don't know, I don't know how it happened. Uh, you know, um, you just go in there and sign. Uh, you, got a, you have a favorite ink pen? Or? No, no. <laughs> just need to put some ink on the paper. All right. <laughs> well, hey, this, uh, you know, how are you seeing things uh, as the, this dress rehearsal game? No, you're not playing, but uh, how are you seeing the unit come together here, uh, you know, going into the fourth game?
All right, that was Julio Jones. He said getting uh, Devontae back, that was really good to see for the Falcons and uh, gave us an update on his contract situation. Uh, you know, we could hear something here in the next 48 hours. Uh, uh, you know, thought maybe uh, maybe sooner. We'll we'll see how that goes. We'll check do an early morning check in here after we get the podcast up. Now the Redskins game, uh, you know, Coach Quinn pointed out that hey, their strengths is where they need to get tested at, and the Redskins have a good defensive front. And so the Falcons line has to get tested. I think we're going to see some more Carpenter uh, for Jamin Brown. Uh, the rookie needs to see some more. Uh, he's going to see some Deron Payne maybe. And then uh, uh, right tackle is going to be interesting. Matt Gunneau will be starting with Caleb McGarry out and Tyson Brillo out with a shoulder. So Matt Gonneau from Wesley College in Delaware uh, made the team last year, did not play a game, a developmental pro, uh, player. They, uh, they've been pretty high on him. They had to compete against a lot of teams to get him. Now it's time to see if he can play. And they're going to see here in the dress rehearsal game. So the Redskins' strength is D-line. Uh, four-time Pro Bowler Ryan Kerrigan and Deron Payne over there. Uh, we're going against the Falcons O-line. That's going to be the trench watching. It's going to be important here in this game. The uh, Redskins are coming off a 23-13 to loss to the Bengals. And uh, one interesting thing I saw in that game, it looked like they started a 2-4-5 with uh, two inside linebackers, a weak side and a strong side backer, just two linemen. Uh, and uh, five defensive backs. One of the middle linebackers was safety uh, Josh Harvey Clemens. You all remember Josh from his days at UGA and then Louisville from Valdosta, Georgia. So he has moved up the ranks. He hasn't started a, a game in two years with Washington, but uh, he started an exhibition last week at a linebacker spot. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the Valdosta guy does in the game uh, Thursday night. Mention the right guard battle. James Carpenter is coming off of a hip flexor. And, you know, he's had a lot of miles in the league. He started a lot of games, a former first-round pick. Uh, you know, after seeing a little bit of Jamin Brown, uh, you know, they spent $18 million on Brown and, uh, you know, spent on Carpenter, too. So, uh, need to see if that position is solidified. Uh, you know, both guys are veterans. This is Brown's third team. That disturbs me for some reason. Uh, Carpenter's, you know, spent most of his career with Seattle and New York. So I'm thinking he's the steadier of the two. Unless, you know, he's the old guy who's uh, getting ready to fall off the cliff. But uh, they need to see him play. And uh, that left guard spot, they need that one firmed up because the right guard spot's going to a rookie. And uh, you know that's go you know there's going to be some on-the-job training there. And the Falcons open with, you know, the Vikings and Lavelle Joseph and uh, then the Eagles with Fletcher Cox. And so if that middle isn't firm, then uh, we're going to know really, really quickly. Uh, so... That's going to be something to watch. Gets the Redskins. The kicker, Giorgio Tavecchio, missed two more field goals last week. Uh, one got blocked. Uh, we didn't double back to see if it was a 
thing where the player got pushed back into it too far. But uh, the other one was a, a high and wide left miss, which, you know, he had the leg distance on it, so he can just straighten that out. Uh, but the Falcons at every turn after the game and then again yesterday spoke highly of their trust and faith that they have in the kicker who keeps missing field goals. So eventually that trust erodes if he keeps missing. Uh, Coach Dan even made a joke about, well, hey, maybe we'll get him some, some closer uh, attempts too. Everything won't be over 50. So we'll see how uh, Tavecchio kicks here. Of course, the Matt Bryan fans are out on the warpath on Twitter. Uh, you know, and, and I think Matt's 44. Nobody signed him yet. So, uh, maybe he's not an option. So the Falcons want Tavecchio to work out. That's for sure. Uh, they don't want to be in a Chicago Bears situation where they're holding open tryouts. And then I saw where the young lady hit the 55 yarder yesterday at the Eagles practice. So you don't want to get into that type of circus situation. And Freeman. Uh, is going to play. Coach Dan gave us a list of players who were not going to play, and uh, Freeman wasn't on the list, so he's getting ready to go, and that's a good sign for the Falcons who have to get their offense fired up here. And then lastly, just a, a random comment from, you know, I'm a big Hard Knocks fan, watched them last night. Uh, a couple guys, uh, the Abram kid who played at Georgia, Mississippi, seems a little bit egotistical. Even Coach John Gruden had to get on him that he didn't know who uh, Rodney Harrison was. And then the kid just setting Mississippi back trying to um, – somebody needs to pull his coat and tell him how to pronounce salmon uh, so he's not embarrassing the entire state out there uh, in Oakland. He started at Georgia, then went home and finished at Mississippi State. And then uh, they, uh, we caught up with Darren Waller. We, we met him at the Combine, a former Georgia Tech uh, tight end. I think he's related to Fats Domino and, uh, you know, the musician. Fame musician, but he's had some tough times overcoming uh, drug addictions. He's been clean for for two years, and they're really high on him out in Oakland. Hopefully, uh, uh, everything can work out for him. You, you wish uh, folks like that on the comeback trail the best, and we'll hopefully uh, uh, hopefully that works out for him. So with that, we're going to wrap it up here. The 138th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Hip hop is a product of black people, it's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.